What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Icebox Pod. This is episode 82. Um, we've got a lot of lot to get into. Robbie's on a little bit of a work trip here. So the Icebox Pod has has gone global here. Uh still within the United States, but whatever. Um, but yeah, we're excited to talk about some cards. Some big news um has dropped recently with Fanatics, so we'll probably get into that. But before we do that. How's it going, Robbie? Any new any new card news as far as you, you consolidated? So maybe talk about that. A I did. Bit. I consolidated and I sold a lot of stuff that was kind of laying around, not that interesting. Uh however, I did make some pickups which counteracted some of the consolidation. But we are still, I would say, in a positive position. I, I broke what I said in the last episode. I got discouraged because the cards on my want list that I really, the stuff that I really wanted is so far out of reach. Like the ones that are multiple thousands of dollars. I wasn't going to be able to, without taking out heavy hitters to do it. This was more of a cleaning up the scraps type of deal. But I have enough money if I want to make a play at either of the two lower, cheaper ones on my want list. So I decided in the meantime, might as well add some cool cards that came up. Also, potential trade bait to lure in a card I want. I got two. Uh, I got a flurry PMG made up for a card I really a card I sold and was sad about, and then two peerless patches. I don't think basketball has the peerless patches in Dominion. I'm not familiar with that, which is disappointing. It's like um a premier patch type set. I, I'm trying to think of a good equivalent. It's just like a higher-end oh, patch set. Maybe they do. Really? They're peerless patches? Yeah, there's a Kobe. And they're pretty big? Uh, No, this patch is, patch is actually kind of small. Oh, maybe well, it's not the same. This is like this an NT RPA size patch. Oh, I see. I see these Kobe's. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's a little different, I'd say. Definitely a smaller patch. But okay, this is like an NT. That actually is a very nice looking card. This is like an NTRPA size patch. Two re- really cool patches, a flurry and a Malkin. Very excited. But yeah, some good pickups. And while you know we did spend some of our consolidation money, we still have consolidated the number of cards, which I consider to be a victory in and of itself because consolidating the 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 really cheap stuff is a painful process but i am glad i got rid of some of this 10 to 20 dollars stuff yeah yeah that that is nice stuff to get get rid of especially if you can yeah consolidate a little bit because what'd you end up buying like three cards Mm -hmm. yeah i bought three cards how many do you think you sold oh 15 yeah, so that's a that's a pretty good. That's a solid outing, and I also sold three yeah. baseballs, or two oh, baseballs. Whoa. So I sold hmm. I sold those. So I, I'm and I'm happy with that. I I don't know. I just didn't find myself displaying them. I feel like collecting the baseballs for me, unless you're gonna have like a huge display. It's like people say about collecting memorabilia, jersey, game worn sneakers. 
to put that on your desk, you really got to like that guy because it's like a big object, you know. Or to put it on a shelf, you really got to like it because it's a larger object. It comes in, you know, the cube and everything. I didn't, I don't know, I just didn't like it enough. And that stuff actually did really well. I, I sold both for pretty good money. I was happy with that, actually. Very happy with that. Was it pretty tricky to sell those? I know, like, No. Marvel isn't necessarily as popular, but. The one sold within six hours of being listed, We re I took an offer. And it was without a major company certification on it. It just had to see away from something I've never heard of before. Someone paid more money than I paid at an LCS five years ago for it. And it's a signed baseball. So, like, it didn't appreciate, you know, like cards did. Right. I was really happy with that. You know, more than I paid at an LCS who probably, you know, beat me over the head on the price. Yeah, So, that's a pretty interesting setup. and I got more on another baseball. It was a PSA. graded baseball i don't know if people have seen i guess they do this with bats now but it's a psa dna graded baseball so they grade the ball on a one to ten scale and they grade the auto on a one to ten scale and then they do an all overall grade so it's actually kind of got like a subgrade thing going on I, I bet most listeners do not even know this exists because I forgot it existed until I picked it up and looked at it. So it has subgrades? Yeah, it's got So what a are 10, they? 10 auto, 9 ball, and it's an overall 9.5. Interesting. PSA with a 9.5. It is a PSA graded 9.5, which I've is a never, baseball. yeah, I've never seen it. I, But I yeah, knew that was... graded That was like a auto. Stan Musial ball. It, Oh. it pretty very clean signature, but it's not like real shaky like some of his later ones are. Yeah, So, he signed a lot. hundred and fifteen bucks I got, man. I thought that was pretty good. Oh yeah, that that actually kind of surprises me for the Doesn't amount. that seem really good? Yeah, he's just signed so much. Yeah, I think maybe it's. I think it's because. The ink was still very bold. It was signed on the sweet spot. It was an official major league baseball, which is important. Oh, yeah. And it's signed in the sweet spot. That's also very important. And it wasn't a shaky signature. So I think it had some stuff going for it that helped the price. But like you said, given how much he signed, I, I too was a little surprised. Hmm. Yeah, that seems like a pretty good sale. Always a pain to ship that stuff, though. Makes you appreciate <laughs> how easy it is to ship cards. Oh yeah, that is true It is very easy to ship a card It is very easy. I love it. But yeah, I'm back to my old ways, man. I, I did, I appreciate your, you know, not, you know, not, not raking me over the coals for spending my, some of my consolidation money and, you know, celebrating that we just have trimmed things down in terms of cards. Yeah, I mean, I think if you go from 15 cards to three, then that's, like, good enough. And you did it in, like, a kind of strategic way where you could use that stuff as trade bait if, like, something that you do want more, like, would pop up. So it makes sense. I think I never had thought about trade bait before until this one scenario, because I always thought trade bait was stupid because people talked about, oh, trade bait. But my trade bait is a Trevor Lawrence Prism Silver PSA 9.
that are PSA 10. That's my trade bait. Those are, you know, dime a dozen, I feel like. And, you know, it's not that exciting or I'm trying, but, but I found that with some of these people that are like the super hardcore collector, you, you can only prize stuff with other like rarer stuff. It's the only way you can pry it out of their hands because cash alone is not good enough. So you have to kind of spend your cash on stuff that you can hopefully woo them, you know, with. Yeah. Hope you get something that they don't have. It's then... really interesting. I, I had never, it, it's actually kind of fun. I, I've enjoyed it. Kind of the, this is the most, the biggest hunt I've ever been on is for this one card. Yeah. It's a little more of like a strategic play than anything. It's fun stuff, but yeah. What have you been up to in cards? Oh, just buying a lot. Haven't really um, picked up much as far as PC goes. I did win that Brady contenders like three weeks ago now, probably. And it's oh, finally. Uh, oh, the one that's like a PSA three. Yeah. With a 10 auto. That one um, looked, that was a, that was a Robbie endorsed by. I really like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. That comes tomorrow. So. Oh, that's I'm, awesome. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. To open that one up. Um, There'll be a Rodman auto in there too which I'm super excited about. I finally finally kind of ponied up and bought a nice Rodman. I've been looking for one for a while. Yeah, so did you buy an exquisite Rodman? Correct, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, I figured it would look nice because I have that exquisite Jordan still. Hmm. Um, oh, you still do have the ex exquisite Jordan, the auto? Yeah, that one's in the PC, so... I still have that, so I th I figured it would be a nice like pairing to have both exquisites, mm -hmm. and the patch on the Rodman is nice too. Rodman actually has a nice auto in like the earlier stuff. Now it's kind of rushed because he's yeah, so his auto is not the same as it used to be. No, the like my exquisite one, it's way longer. Yeah, I I saw your exquisite and I I actually liked it quite a bit. Yeah, it, it's a BGS nine too, which I'm pretty happy with. Um, I think that's that's a tough tougher grade, obviously. So I think a nine's a nine is pretty good. Yeah, I think on anything like that, those thicker stock, especially those earlier issues of like stuff like exquisite, I feel like it chips up. Yeah, and it is a ten auto, which was important for me. Mm-hmm. Well, ten autos, huge. Now, sometimes on that stuff, the auto grade does not tell the full story. Requires a little bit of the eye test, you know, on some of those older issues. I, past the eye test looks pretty bold still. Yeah, it looks pretty bold. There's, like, one, like, little, little spot where the pen, like, kind of skips. Mm -hmm. But his auto is just so wild that that happens on, like, all of them. I mean, his auto his, is, like, crazy, so... His auto is a little chaotic, like him. Yeah. Y yeah, exactly. So the pen's bound to skip a at least once in there, I feel like. so. I uh, yeah, it seems reasonable to me. I I will say, I, I'm surprised by the prices that Dennis Rodman garners, but I suppose he was an integral part of the Bulls dynasty. Yeah, I think what is good... I mean, he's just so, such like a pop culture. Yeah. 
like outside of basketball, his his image is just as big, if not bigger. Like he is I mean, he there's very few players that get to that level of like pop culture. And this is a good point. Like my mom knows who Dennis Rodman is, so you know, I suppose that counts. Exactly. Yeah, like a lot of people do, even if they don't care about sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was in the news for a while because he was in like North visiting North Korea and everything. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he is insane. And he did like WWE for a while, like all this random stuff he's been a part of. So wow. Yeah, kind that of that is pretty wild. Interesting stuff. I. I feel like maybe I'll, I want to move now towards to talk a little bit about the big news I saw when I opened Instagram after not having open for like 12 hours was yeah. met with the news that PWCC was purchased by Fanatics. That's very interesting news. Yeah. Um, I haven't read like, like a ton into – into that deal. I don't I don't necessarily know like what changes will happen or like if there will be any changes. So it's hard to tell if that's good or bad. But it seems like seem pretty good. I think that this could be I there's an ESPN article. Yeah, the articles are everywhere. I yeah. I think that it could potentially resemble a top scenario and this is pure speculation. But it could be a tops like scenario, right? Where fanatics bought tops, but I, I don't think you would say we see considerable change. True. Yeah. Yeah. It's inter- one thing that did interest me in reading an article about it is PWCC only has 125 employees. Yeah. Um, that seems like not that much to fulfill all the orders. Well, and they have so many, um, like virtual people. I mean, like my rep is virtual. He, I don't know where he lives. Like, really, all all of the guys I know that work for PWCC, which is like, I know like three or four guys. They're all virtual. Hmm. So I, I wonder how many people are actually working like at the vault. Um, I don't know. That was just kind of a thought that I had. That's interesting. I mean, you're right. It doesn't seem like that many people. PWCC is a legacy brand in the hobby, though. I I think it is perhaps telling it that obviously you and I don't know the ins and the outs of this deal. We don't know that that much right now. But I think some of the stuff that we can look at that's interesting is Fanatics clearly sees value in purchasing an auction house, right? Whether it's integrated into that Fanatics Live that they're going to make, I think it's really telling that they said that they said, "Hey, we're going to outlay a bunch of cash to buy an already existing hobby business instead of just try to reinvent the wheel." I don't know. I think it speaks to the businesses that some of these hobby companies have made that this huge company didn't think they could just do it better and cheaper. They had to buy them. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's a. You know what I did see too that was interesting was um I forget which article I found this in but they um they said that Golden and Alt both put in offers for the acquisition. 
Really? I, I'm not surprised that Golden did. Yeah, alt surprised me. I mean, I, I don't know where alt's money is. I thought alt's money would have dried up when all the venture capital money dried up. Yeah, that that guy's got access to a lot of money. So it I, I don't know. It just seems like a weird that would that would have been really weird if they would have got it. I would have felt really weird about that. But I don't think I would have liked it. I think I actually would have been a little upset. Yeah, I think same it's, here. It's, it's interesting it's, reading the ESPN article. They reference when they say golden, they say in parentheses subject of the Netflix show Golden King of Collectibles. <laughs> yeah. Interesting the notoriety that that still presents. PWCC, though, is I, I think despite all the woes in the split with eBay and the scandal that was also there. That was really what? Um, like that was mentioned in quite a few of the articles I saw. The dark days of the eBay scandal and the eBay yeah, the split. split. Yeah, it was not pretty, and PWCC no. looked like it was going down the drain. But they managed to prop themselves, and there were the days at the beginning of the weekly auction. There were the, all the technological problems that they had, and it, it appears that I mean doesn't appear the proof's in the pudding they've emerged on the other side successful which yeah. say what you will about the firings and the skinning down the workforce the you know lack of severance packages and that type of stuff for these people that got fired but it is relatively impressive in my eyes yeah people I think came back super- to pwcc and i think pwcc is thought of still pretty highly Despite the scandal and all the problems they've had. Yeah, I think that um, that eBay scandal is pretty much in the past. I haven't heard anybody talk about that in in forever. That was huge news. I I would bet you that there's a decent amount of collectors that don't even know that happened. Or like don't even remember it. Yeah. I mean, that was... I mean, it was a while ago already, I guess. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. I think nobody really talks about that anymore, so that's all over with. It's becoming increasingly interesting to think about where Fanatics is headed in this space. I, I, yeah. I It seems the more, more time that passes, it, when they bought these licenses, or when they acquired Tops and basically are going to try to make a run, you know, for all these these sports card like, or well, the licenses do turn over to fanatics for the NBA and the NFL. That's why Panini's a lame duck. But that they want more. Did they clearly want to be vertically integrated so as to maximize the entire value? You know, profit from the whole value chain here. Yeah, they even bought that um, uh, sports betting company. Did you see that? Yeah, they they're really. I. So they're going. I mean, they're going for broke. I mean, yeah. they're they're they. This wasn't just some dabbling. I mean, they're clearly assembling the pieces. In a way, it's you know should be encouraging because they really do believe in the space if they're making all of these acquisitions. And it may not be what hobbyists you know always want, but it is it is kind of interesting from a business perspective. Yeah, I I think it I think it is a good thing overall. It'll be interesting to really see like a year from now if there is anything that's different. Um, 
or if there is any changes, I guess, to like PWCC, the marketplace. I mean, there's definitely some improvements that can be made. That's for sure. Uh, there certainly are. Like, I don't think my items need to take 10 days to ship after 10 business days to ship after I my payment clears. I think that's like a little much. Um, I don't think they need my social security number to pay me either. yeah, I think there's there's a lot of things that PWCC can can definitely fix. So hopefully Fanatics kind of kind of gets in there and and does it right, which they have to if they're investing this much money. There So is no choice. yep. They have to succeed. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Matt, But I think I for think now it's... I was going to say, I, I think before we wrap, I, I, I think I can safely say foregone conclusion. We're looking at a Heat Nuggets NBA Finals. Who do you have? Yeah, I think I think the Nuggets won. Nuggets I think we win. can still I'd say Nuggets and Nuggets and honestly five. I'm going to be controversial and say Heat in seven. Okay. I would be happy either way. I think it'd be cool. I mean, the Nuggets clearly deserve it at this point. Like, they're definitely the best team. Um, Oh, the Nuggets are the best team. The Heat, though, I, I, I don't like Kyle Lowry, but I, I or Bam that much, but I do like Jimmy Butler. yeah, the only thing I'd be happy about would be about them winning would be Butler getting a ring. Yeah, I, I Yes. think Butler getting a ring would be pretty awesome because you can squarely say it's his ring. And, like, dude, I mean, it's like a team of scrubs and him, Bam, and an army of undrafted free agents. Dude, I know. I saw that the highest draft pick on their team was um fourth Bam. overall, Cody Oh, Zeller. fourth. Dude. They are... I don't know. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> So I got Heat in seven. You got Nuggets in five. yeah, Put I'm it seeing in the that. record books because there's a chance that it could have started, I think, by the time the next pod comes out. Which is like a week and a half from now. Yeah, I think I saw on Twitter that there's a massive gap between now and then game one. Oh, really? Well, oh, like if these games were to just wrap up? Yeah, like if it was be to be like two sweeps, there's like a huge. Yeah, the first game is June 1. Oh, my gosh. If the Lakers lose tonight, the Nuggets are uh, done for a long time. Wow. They're going to make you wait for it. Interesting stuff, though. Jimmy Butler, I, I don't think this has huge hobby implications for the cards for either team winning. Uh, mostly, I think the main effect, I think what's going on right now is Rip Tatum cards. But I think that's really all that's going on right now. Dude, I've always been a little bit of a Tatum hater, but I mean, that was another level. That was.
Out. This is he's going the way of Anthony Davis. It's just no consistency and no ability to turn it on at the end. Well, what was so weird? And Tatum gets the most passes out of anybody, I swear. Because even on Twitter today, I was like reading some stuff, and some guy was like, Oh, like you don't gotta worry about Tatum, like he'll get his ring. It's like how? Like when? I mean, he has had his chances. Like when, when is that going to come? They I mean, have a very good roster. Yeah, they have to blow it up at like some point. They got to get rid of like Jalen Brown. I mean, Jalen Brown is going to want out eventually. I think Joe Missoula is just going to get his head going to roll for this. But I think the rest of them will probably stay, in my opinion. Yeah, it's going to be. I don't know. Yeah, definitely wouldn't be touching Tatum cards for a little while. Certainly would not be doing that, you guys. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Joker cards too, because they're like just simply there is not that many. No, there there are not. But then on the other hand, it's like there's not really a ton of demand either. So no, nah, he was never the media darling, and he's not. I think the non-American-born players have trouble selling. And then, I I mean, well, it's not true. If your name's Yao Ming, it's different. The Europeans, I think, don't sell overly well. And he is also just not very graceful to watch. And I think, as such, his fan base is a little smaller. I, I think that's the biggest thing, is he's not... Um, he He's not very... He do, he really does not pass the eye test at all. No, but he is incredibly good. But he he fails the eye test. Yeah, I mean he'll give you the boringest 30, 15, and fifteen game you'll ever watch. And those thirty points, it doesn't look like all those shots are going in, but they they do somehow. He take yeah he takes the most unathletic like fadeaways ever, and then and like just, one leg. Yeah, I mean it's just and then it's just cash. He would be the most frustrating player to guard. I know. You'd be like, I ah uh, yes, I've allowed like some terrible looking shot goes <laughs> in. You're like, what was it all for? Yeah, he, he would be I think he is gonna absolutely just cook Bam. Yeah. I mean he's gonna make Bam look horrible. It's possible. Regardless, the bets are in. Yeah. I think I think it goes. It should be noted that while I typically do have the desire to buy people who win uh, NBA championships or go deep in the playoffs, I do not have that desire for Jokic. I think that's telling. But yeah, I think that that's all I had, Matt. Unless you got anything else for us today. Yeah, let's wrap it up here. We'll be uh, we'll be back next week.